0: what's going on guys fatson here and welcome to episode eight of the fatson podcast this is part two to our g-o-a-t or the greatest of all time episode and as always i'm not on my own my first guest needs no introduction as you guys already know I'll let him do his own intro. What are you saying, bro? Yo,
1: yo, 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 what's good? What's good, fad? Thanks for having me as usual, my
0: man. It's all good, man. It's all good, as always. And for those that don't already know, it is CJ himself. Mr. Player, player, Mr. Controversial. <laughs> the list goes on. Our second guest, we had to bring him back. It's the boy, NIC. Nick, what are you saying? Welcome back to the Fats and Podcast.
2: What's going on? What's going on, people? Thanks for having me on again, fad. appreciate that. Uh, thanks to all the listeners as well for the good Feedback on the last episode. We out here, man. We outside,
0: man. We are indeed. And just so everybody knows, part one is officially the fastest, most popular episode that we've got out right now um, with the most listens to out of all our listens in, in 24 hours. So, you know, we must clearly be doing something right. You boys came through as well, man. I must admit you boys really came through. The feedback, the comments were absolutely crazy. Um, I'll go to Nick first. What are your thoughts on, on the response that part one got and, and and what the listeners thought of your top five?
2: I think about it like this, man. You know, when you're a connoisseur of fine whiskeys, some people just don't have the palate to pick up, you know, all of the notes and flavors that, that you can after all these years of development. And that's what it is, man. It's like when CJ and me talk, it's it's not uh, coming from a place of nowhere. It's like we really lived this, man. My my, my respect and understanding of hip-hop and and and, and rap goes deep, man. So... Listen, it's contentious. Everyone's got their favorites. They're entitled to them. At the end of the day, it's, it's their opinion. But I feel like we really brought the, you know, the backing points, the data to, to support the argument. And that's what it's about, because at the end of the day, there's never going to be a consensus top five. It's always going to be contentious. It is what it is, man.
0: It is what it is indeed. I see what you did there. <laughs> Whiskey Connoisseurs, this is TLSD, man. The lifestyle is deep. You know how it is. CJ, what are your thoughts?
1: Hey, bro. uh, I mean, first and foremost, man, two Pac fans are really mad at me right now, man. Really mad at me. But all the Pac fans out there, man, it's only so long you can rhyme Hennessy and Enemy together, you know what I mean? With my enemies and my Hennessy, you know, like, remember me? Nah. So, I told you I couldn't put him in my top five because he's not a tech. But, I mean, apart from that, and I, man, dudes are still mad at you for putting Nas at number five, man. someone told me we got to take ni's tech card away from him
2: i told you man my 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 card was earned in blood bro my card was earned in blood man you can't take that away regardless listen Nas is ill but it is what it is man i stand by my i stand by my list man tell dude to come speak to me bro
0: (laughs) and i
1: y'all guys heard it man if you want to if you want to debate nic just hit him up on the gram on facebook you know where to find him
0: (laughs) hit him up indeed i know he'll be more than happy to engage that's for sure um boy so we dropped goats part one and on that same day we dropped it it just so happens the verses dropped as well you know it was perfect timing for us the world was talking about hip-hop and we dropped the g-o-a-t episode cj talk to me about your thoughts on on all that that went down with the verses then
1: yo it was so ill the way we dropped it it's like we we, we planned it, you know what I mean. We didn't even plan it like that. It was just like, hey man, goats is out and Versus is out too. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I just wanna, I just wanna apologize to Jada Kiss real quick and the Locks, cause I said, I said Dipset was gonna smash them, you know? Like the whole week I was like, Dipset ain't got, I mean the Locks ain't got these type of tracks, nada. And then what happens, man? Jada just comes on stage and just shows you what a real MC looks like, man. Just manipulating the crowd you know what i'm saying i mean dropping freestyle after freestyle that coming through with the bangers man and uh dip said man they let me down bro they just let me down they couldn't do anything about it and anyone who thinks i'm not a jada fan remember i shouted him out as an honorable mention on goats part one okay so don't ever question my skills but and, and I man I, I really apologize to you too because you told me the locks were gonna win and i i didn't listen to you so
2: i i accept your apology i'm um, um... It's it's good that we're going on record with this man, with the predictions that we make, because I look my 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 soul, my heart was always uh, on Jada Kiss and the Lox's side. Like everything inside me was like, yo, they need to win because it's hip hop. You know what I mean? Dip Dip said to me, um, it's kind of like you know, dudes come through with uh, they got bangers, they got bangers, but they're not like rappers to me, really, not the way Jada Kiss and Styles P and Sheik Lusha, but uh, you know, you know what really won them the night was just uh, preparation, a- and what lost it for Dipset was the same thing, it was a lack of preparation, because uh, they had an answer, the locks had an answer for everything, they knew that Dipset was going to pull out certain tracks, they had the answer for those tracks, I'll give you an example, when uh, when they dropped um, uh, that New York joint, CJ helped me, bro,
1: uh the first cam dropped the i'm from new york city exactly jada
0: comes back with the i'm from new york
2: (laughs) i feel like they were waiting for that i feel like they had that i'm from new york in their back pocket because they knew they were like that new york jam is gonna drop and this is the answer for that and that consistently happened throughout the whole night like their selection of tracks Um, it was almost like they were answering Dipset. And then it was the issue of uh, Dipset wasn't even really rhyming over the beats. They were rhyming over the tracks. They didn't know their own words. He really called them out. He's like, yo, New York, we in the mecca of hip hop. We came here to let y'all see us sweat. You know that? That touched my heart, bro. When he said that, cause I was like, oh, "God tough. damn, you really did," that's you know?
0: Tough. Yeah, man. And for me, that was the first clip that I saw, the first little snippet, and I saw it, and it gave me some goosebumps, man. Like serious goosebumps. I'm like, "Fuck, man!" Like that's the shit that we grew up, like the, the shit that we grew up on, you know? So like, you know, real, real hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Jada Kiss for that, man. Shout out to Jada. Jada
1: Kiss is an animal, bro. Jada Kiss is just something else, man. That dude is special, bro. You know what I'm saying, man? Like, never had a whack verse ever, you know what I mean? And his performance on Versus was just undeniable, man. Probably the best Versus performance I've seen.
0: Impeccable.
1: Top 5 NY all time, easily. Oh, yeah.
0: Easy. All day, every day. And we could go on about this for a while. We could probably even do an episode about it. But hey, boys, we've got a discussion we've got to have here. You know, we broke down the top 5 greatest MCs of all time in Part 1. You know, you guys surprised me, surprised our listeners as well. This time round, we're breaking down the top five greatest of all time hip hop and rap producers. You boys ready for this? If part one's anything to go by, I don't even know what to expect from this one. Let's go with you first, CJ. Give me your top five. Go.
1: Okay, so uh, coming in at number five. flow sick Fuck all y'all haters blow dick. I the game to those who throw bricks. Money, cash, hoes, money, cash, chips. I'm talking about my boy Swizz
0: Beats. <laughs> Swizzy. <laughs> Swizz Beats, yeah? Cool?
1: Swizzy. Yo, you know Swizzy started producing when he was really young, Ben. When he came out the gate, you got to look at the impact he made out the gate with that Rough Riders anthem joint. I mean... Just look at what he did for DMX's career alone. That already, for me, solidifies him as top five.
0: Yeah, man. And Before we continue, rest in peace, DMX. But yeah, carry on, bro. And you look at the other tracks
1: he made, like uh, the band from TV joint. Everyone's still freestyles to that joint, man. The Money Cash Hose track he did for Ho, Jigga, My Nigga. You know what I'm saying? The Party Up joint for DMX. That uh, that Good Times with Styles P. I get high, I get high, I get high. You know what I'm saying? And that was just like late 90s early 2000s joints you know and the thing for me with this list is like the producers i have they know how to reinvent themselves too you know what i'm saying they weren't just hot for one minute they were they really kept it consistent for 10 years and that's what swizzy was able to do because around like 0405 he reinvents himself you know he comes with that hotel joint with cassidy i'm a hustler you know he does some production work for beyonce and then he drops that Touch it, bang it, and it and it, it it's not what I was like who produced this so I was like yo thats Swiss beats I was like that's swizzy he's just one of my favorite dudes and even even till this day you know he still makes tracks for like Chris Brown Drake you know what I mean so even the the, the new era he's producing for cats and he's a six-time nominated Grammy uh, Grammy Award winner he's one of once my bad so for me, Swiss Beats is a no-brainer. I gotta put him at number five. And a lot of people might say, like, yo, but CJ, you know, he doesn't have any like classic albums. I'm like, eh. Dmx's first two albums were classics, and Swiss produced a lot of tracks on that on that joint, man. And he, he got rid of the Jiggy era when Diddy was like really ruling the streets. So for me, Swiss Beats easily number five.
0: Man. Yeah, man, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so tell me who you got at number four then?
1: Not unbelievable. Biggie Smalls is the illest. My man, DJ Premier. And here's a fun fact for everyone. DJ Premier, he's not from New York City. He's actually from Houston. Fun fact for you young bulls right there. But um, for me, Primo, man. Primo's the king of classics for me, bro. If you call up DJ Premier, your album's definitely getting four and a half mics at least. That's how cold Primo was, man. You know what I'm saying? He's a true hip-hop legend. And f- before we even get to like the people he produced for, You got to look at what he did with uh, Gangstar, him and Guru. Rest in peace, Guru, by the way. You know, from uh, the album No One Was a Nice Guy with, these are the words that are manifest. Step in the arena with the, just to get a rep. Brothers are amused by other brothers' reps, but the thing you know best is where the gun is kept, man. The daily operation, hard to earn. Moment of truth, the owners, man. You know, Primo, man, he's he's just the king of classics, bro. But what I really love about Primo is like, man, dude, Primo has made some of my favorite albums, man. I'm talking Reasonable Doubt. I'm talking Illmatic. I'm talking Ready to Die. I'm talking Life After Death. Primo's just done it all, bro. And I'm saying, and I will say like, look, he's got weak sales. He's not really a Grammy Award winner like the other people on this list. But for me, his impact on the game, just the cultural impact he's had on the game puts him at number four for me, bro. Primo is really what real hip hop is all about, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, man. DJ Premier at number four. Primo himself at number four for CJ. So with that said, who have you got at your number three spot then, bro? Talk to me.
1: DRE Dr. Dre. Seven time Grammy Award winner. You know, you know for me, man, Dre. If you get Dre on your track, bro, you're going platinum. And I'm not even like one time's plan. I'm talking multiples, bro. I'm talking three, four, five, maybe even diamond. Dre sound is just, it's infectious.
0: And it's timeless as well. I think you might surprise quite a few hip hop heads with that one. Um, I might be completely wrong. Most of us, think, well, I'll, I'll speak for myself. You'd think Dre would be, you know, your top two hip hop producers of all time, which makes me think, I wonder who you've got in your top, in your, you know, number one and two. But in the meantime, CJ, talk to me about Dre.
1: Okay, now like like you know Dre man, after after he was done with the world class wrecking crew, he brings in uh, gangster and realism rap with the MWA, you know? First it was uh, the Boys in the Hood joint with Easy E. Rest in peace to the God, by the way. And then they come out with that straight out of Compton album, man. Two million records sold. This is like an eighty six, fam. Eighty six. No one's gonna play an eighty six off rap, bro. Straight out of Compton. And that was Realism Gangster Rap. That was the first introduction to gangster rap, you know what I'm saying? And then you know after that you uh we have to go to the death row era after he left eazy E and NWA. And you look what he did with when he started with Deep Cover That Deep Cover joint so crazy, man. And he introduced young Snoop Dogg to the to the world too. And on that he um they also produced the Doggy Style album, classic, Five Mics, the Chronic album, another classic, five mics. You know what I'm saying? And even look at the work he did for uh, Tupac. I mean, Tupac was Tupac wasn't really getting hits until he met Dre, man. That, that California Love, that was like two times platinum in the '90s, bro. That's unheard of, bro. That's that's really good numbers. And then he was, st- as I said before, it's all about reinventing and doing the transition thing. He left Death Row and started his own label, The Aftermath. And on The Aftermath, bro, he introduces this young white boy, Marshall Mathers, with the Slim Shady LP, the Marshall Mathers LP. The Eminem show, just classics. But no, 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 no. He wasn't done there, man. They found this dude out of Queens, New York. Jamaica, Queens. 50 Cent. And they come through with the Get Rich or Die Trying, Diamond. Ten times platinum, you know what I'm saying? Come through with that in the club joint, man. And obviously the work he did for himself with the Chronic 2001, another classic. Five mics. I think that was like eight million records sold. Eve. You know, people don't know, like, Dre was producing for Eve, too like her second and third joints, that was old Dr. Dre, and that was all platinum records as well, you know what I'm saying? And he also mentored uh, another guy we spoke about, Kendrick Lamar, you know what I'm saying? And the only reason I really got a Dre at number three right now is just because I think he slowed down, you know? He hasn't really done anything since, like, 05. So for me, that was a a big check on his on his record, you know what I'm saying? And I wish, like, he could do some stuff for the ladies, too. That's one slight I do have against Dr. Dre. He doesn't really make tracks for the women, you know? So that's why I had to push him back in number three. But no doubt about it, Dre. Still one of the greatest of all time, you know what I'm saying?
0: When you say stuff for the ladies, do you mean as in female MCs or, you know, a female audience?
1: Just just the female crowd in general, you know. Just make some tracks for the ladies, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't really do that. It's all it's always the gangster tracks, you know what I mean? Just stuff for the for the heads and stuff, so and that for me is like a little check mark against his record but like I said he's top 3 for me no doubt about it man I I got a lot of respect for Dr. Dre man
0: Cool no problems. I hear you on that one so Dre Dre is in at number 3 for you So who's at number 2
1: Oh now what you know about the Texas boys Actually my boy is actually from VA We're talking about the legendary Timothy Mosley aka Timberland you know, Timbaland is just, he's just a pure hit maker, man. Master manipulator of sound, bro. Timbo, man, I think he's reinvented himself three times, man. Because this guy started in 1990, bro. And then you got to look at the work he was doing for Missy, Elliot, and Aaliyah, bro. You know what I mean? Just just turned them into bona fide superstars. He's won four Grammys, but that's not the cool thing about Timbo. He's got 99 hit records, bro. 99 hit records. And look, man, you got to look at what he's done for my boy Hove. Hove Hove has some of his biggest hits with Timbo. Jigga What, Jigga Who, The Big Pimpin' Joint, The Hey Poppy, Is That Your Chick, Dirt Off Your Shoulders. I mean, what he did for Nas with The You Owe Me, Bubba Sparks, Ugly Deliverance. Remember that joint? That was cold, man. With that guitar, come on, man. And yo, here's another fun fact for all you heads out there. You know Timbaland, he produced the I'm So Fly by Lloyd Banks? Yo,
0: that piece so cold. Seriously. (laughs) You guys know how I feel about Banks, man. Jeez, serious. (laughs) That that
1: check is crazy. Even the work he did for Justin Timberlake, man. He's the one who made Justin Timberlake a superstar because I think Justified and Future Love, Sex and the 2020 Experience are all classic albums too. And remember, I always talk about the reinvention. You know, everyone thought Timbo was dead like maybe after uh, 2009, but he still came back in 2013, laced big hits for every superstar you know in the game. So, for me, that's why he's a number two. The only reason he's not a number one is really because for me, I think my favorite producer or like the best producer in the game for me has to still have classic albums. You know what I'm saying? Like a whole body of work for certain artists. And this is a hip hop category thing. So, I would say the only classic hip hop album he might have is the Super Duper Fly with Missy Elliott. But that's not enough for me. You know what I'm saying? So, that's why I can't put him at number one.
0: All right, cool. Um, (laughs) for me I still can't get over the fact that I didn't know that he produced I'm so fly for Lloyd Banks wow wow seriously though um I see what you say but I can't I can't work out who your number one will be based on this but as always I know that you will have your stats to back yourself up so CJ who is your greatest of all time rap or hip-hop producer Go.
1: I drink a boost for breakfast, an ensure for dessert, somebody ordered pancakes, I just sipped the scissor, <laughs> that right there could drive a same man berserk, not to worry, Mr. H the Izzo's back to wizard how could you console <laughs> my mom and give her life support, tell, tell her, her that her son's, son's on life support. support, man, you know what it is, man, 22 Grammys one. talking about the legendary Kanye West.
0: <laughs> wow, that's a big statement, you know. Of all time, Kanye number one. Okay, okay.
1: Man, Kanye, man, Kanye's Kanye sells records, but he also makes classics, man. And I'm talking real hip-hop classics. Dude, I grew up in a home where we listened to like a lot of disco 70s music because of my dad, man. And Kanye always uses those soul samples, bro. Those soul samples just touch my heart in a different way, man. You wouldn't even understand. Produce the whole college dropout, classic. Late registration, classic. Graduation, classic. And the classic of all classics. When everyone thought he fell off after what he did to Taylor Swift, my man takes it to another level with the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, man. Yo, Kanye West is special, bro. Look, look, at, that. look at how he, he even helped my man Jay reinvent himself in 01 with the blueprint, man. I'm talking The Takeover. Izzo. Never change. Heart of the City. He also produced another album that's special to me. Common's B. Produced that whole album, bro. Produced that whole album, man. Kanye just makes classics. You gotta look at what he did with Watch the Throne in 2011. Help help Hov reinvent himself, too, on that. That Watch the Throne's a classic as well, man. And another classic he just made recently. Sorry, all you Drake fans, but um, Pusha T's Daytona. Man, I love Pusha T's Daytona so much, bro. Kanye, man. Kanye just makes the best hip-hop records I've ever heard, bro. I mean, even look at the game's Dream Track, the one Kanye produced. Dreams! Dreams! Oh, dude. This is pure, man. It's pure hip-hop, bro. Kanye, for me, is like Pete Rock on steroids, man. All oh, you young bulls, go out, go outside and find out who Pete Rock is, man. That's Kanye West, but even better, bro. Just a legendary producer, man. I can't say anything more about him, bro. I love Kanye with all my heart. And even though, like, he is... Testing my patience by not dropping this Donda record, I still have to have him a number one man. This is impact, the Grammys, the classics, the way he just changed the game for everybody, man. Kanye got to be number one, bro. Sorry, this is what it is.
0: You know, when you think about it, he deserves to be up there at the top. Um, he was just influential for for Nick and I making music back then. You know, sampling was our thing, man, and like we listened to Kanye records, and all of a sudden you find that to me at the time even till now you find samples make a rap joint just like that you know um and he took sampling to the next level for me the only thing i would say is you know most most hip-hop heads would have dre and timbo and at one and two um so but the argument you've just given really really carries weight for me you know you know like you said you've got the statistics to prove it so yeah fair enough bro i
1: mean like like Fam, like I said before, I'm, I'm a real hip-hop head, bro. So I listen to albums, man. So for me, you got to produce classic albums. Albums, not just bangers. I want a classic album, and Kanye's got multiple classics, like I mentioned. The Blueprint, Watch the Throne, Daytona. All for dope lyricists, man. B, you know what I mean? So Kanye for me, number one, bro.
0: Yeah, man. You know what I'm going to say next, CJ? You know my favorite line across this podcast series. What is it?
1: Numbers don't lie, man. 22 Grammys. That boy's a superstar producer, man. Get it right.
0: Numbers don't lie, man. Numbers don't lie. <laughs> Nick looks like he's ready to go over here, man. I don't know how to take this look, man. <laughs> Should I be afraid? I just... I don't know what's going to happen now. I don't know what's going to happen. Nick, what are you saying? <laughs> nah,
2: no, I, I think we... The the funny thing is that we're not we're not far off each other, and that's and that's what I was thinking. Like, what am I really gonna talk about? Because dudes covered most of my list already. But let's see let's see what we can do. All
0: right, then. With that said, who have you got at number five?
2: Number five, I got Swiss Swiss Beats, bro. I got the exact same CJ. I got Swiss Beats, and the reason why is um you know he he represents a special time in hip hop for me because that, that was like my for, my formative years. Um, you know, when I was, uh, getting the grips with, with hip hop and, you know, CJ said, ah, oh, you know, dude started producing when he, was, when he was mad young, but, um, on a commercial note, like when he really, really, the first track that he really, really, uh, gained some attention with was, uh, Rough Rider's Anthem. Do you remember how Rough Rider's Anthem, uh, hit bro, the way he banged that da 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 that, uh, it was a street anthem, bro. And that's when DMX was popping off as well, man. That's crazy. You know what he else? You know what else he did for, for, for DMX was uh party up. You remember that
0: joint? Was that Swizzy as well, man? Seriously.
2: Swizz, bro. Swizz. Yo, gonna Swiss. make Y'all me gonna lose, make my lose my mind. Up in, up, here. In here. up in here. Up in here. Bro, bro, anthems. Hip-hop anthems, literally, man. And then uh, yeah, all kinds of and dude is still, and then you you know what CJ left out though is that um he linked up with Timberland and he and he made the verses, man. They birthed the verses. So uh, give him his give him his props, man, because he's still doing it to this day for the culture. You know, made a splash with the bangers, and he's still giving back to this day.
0: Yeah, man. What an icon, iconic. But yeah, um, who you got at number four then, Nick?
2: My number four. Who is CJ's number four? CJ, who is your number oh, four? Was my, my number four is DJ Premier. Okay. So my my number four is Dr. Dre.
0: Oh, wow. DJ
2: said piss him off, so that's what I'm doing. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> but i tell you why.
0: Go on then. What's the story? Because I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect that, Nick. I didn't expect that.
2: <laughs> but I'm not just... I'm not doing it just to do it, though. The thing with Dr. Dre is I feel like Dr. Dre is a better... Example of an executive producer, than an example of a producer.
0: And why is that?
2: Because I don't feel like he did what we think he did. Like Dr. Dre is is a controller. He's a manager. He's a curator. He's an organizer. He's not a producer. If if you if we're talking about producers, what is a producer? A producer sits sits down and makes a beat, right? might record it, maybe might even engineer it, and and that's the extent of, of his job as a producer. But with Dre, I mean, most of the stuff you credit him for, um, he didn't even really do, um, or, or or at the most, did in part. And uh, Get Rich or Die Trying is, is my prime example of that. Everybody thinks he produced that album. He didn't. I think he produced something like six out of the 21 tracks, which is something like 20%. So... You know, he did produce, um, in the club, which is, which is the biggest single off that album. So, you know, give him his props for that. But if we're talking about greatest of all time, you got to do more than, than produce, you know, a single. Uh, a smash hit single because uh, everybody on this list has done that multiple, multiple times. Cj was quoting Timberland doing it 99. That's crazy. So, uh, but even like when when Cj was bigging them up for the California Love, like uh, re- really bringing um, Tupac his his first single. Like if you break down the um, the credits of of California Love, it goes writer Tupac, keyboards Sean Barney Thomas, percussion Carl Butch Small, producer dr dre but he didn't do the drums or the keys um and then vocals talk box some other dude background vocal, and then about five engineers so my, my whole thing is so how much of that did dr dre literally sit down and produce or was he the man in the room executive producing being like yo get this pianist in get this dude on percussion you guys play a little drum loop and and i'm gonna put shit together and i'm gonna take the credit i feel like he's done that a lot and um I'll talk more about that later because I got another producer in my list who's a prime example of what I'm talking about. But anyway, let me move on, man. I, I'm not here to rip Dre. He did a lot for the game. CJ spoke about his accolades. So number four, give him his props, Dr. Dre.
0: You're bringing some heat here, Nick, man. Number three.
2: Number three. Hold up.
0: No, 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 no. Wait, just, just hold on. Hold on a second. Um, Let me just quickly try and digest this first. Um. I wasn't expecting this, Nick. You got Dre at number four. Uh, Ah, um (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm heated right now, bro. I mean you you know what? I'm I'm struggling. I'm struggling to digest it again, man. Nick, you're my guy. Trying to take CJ's role here. Dre at four.
2: But 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 is anything I've said wrong though? Have I have I lied?
0: nah nah it's not that i think I'm, i think i'm just taken by surprise that's all it is but um yeah i'm
2: just saying i'm just saying i know people are going to get upset but then you know we we have to look at the facts right we need to talk about if we're talking about producers let's talk about producers dr Dre's a an ill executive producer but i just feel like you know if, production bro that's that's more than just calling a bunch of people in the room and telling them to do stuff like if you're a real producer you do the work yourself i don't feel like he does that and number three is a prime example of why number three i got scott storch
0: ah fair play man scott storch that guy I rate him highly myself.
2: You know Scott Storch did Still Dre? You know people say Still Dre was Dr. Dre? It wasn't, bro. It was Scott Storch. In fact, most of Dr. Dre's biggest singles, the keys on them, were done by none other than Scott Storch. He was the workhorse, bro, behind all of these hits. You got me, Still Dre, Can't Hold Us Down. That's Christina Aguilera, by the way. And I feel like whilst we're on the topic of Christina Aguilera, I know this is the greatest of all time uh, hip-hop producer list, but... If you can't show some versatility in the form of crossing over into other genres, then I mean, you're just not dynamic as a producer. You're stuck in a formula, you're stuck in, a, in in one place. And that's the opposite of creativity, which is, you know, what we're talking about. We're talking about being creative and talking about creating art. So, um, which is actually the reason why D- uh, DJ Premier isn't on my list, but that's another story altogether. Anyway, X rearranged the whole game when I come around. You remember that joint? Scott Storch, bro. Popping them things, G-Unit. and I know you're a big G-Unit fan. Popping them things. That was Scott Storch.
0: That was Scott Storch.
2: That was Scott Storch, bro. That was Scott Storch. Lean back. Fat Joe. That was Scott Storch. Don't say nothing by the Roots. That was Scott Storch. In fact, he did a lot of the Roots stuff. Like, he was a pianist for the Roots back in the day. And hits, bro. You know he's got mad hits. You know he started producing in, well... He started producing in about 1992, but he, he only touched the charts in 1993. By the way, his last production credit was 2019. That's a span of activity. You know, Dr. Dre stopped uh, producing in like 2016 or something like that. He's not even really that active. Um, this dude is 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 still out there banging away, bro, with, uh, you know, with big artists, Chris Breezy and all that. So that's why I got Scott, Sto- Scott Storch in, in a position. I got him.
0: Number two?
2: Number two, Mr. Kanye West. Hey, I don't want to harp on about his accolades because CJ did such a good job of of that. But what I will say is that I think where where he falls short is maybe one of the areas that, that CJ focused on as being such a big positive is, you know, those classic albums that he listed, they are classics. Make no mistake about it. Kanye West produced classic albums for himself and... And for Common, and that's it, and some some joints here and there for Jay Z. When Jay Z was already big at that point, so it's not difficult. And and that's one of the things that stops me from putting him on the number one spot is like, if you're a producer, surely is you gotta have worked for more artists, you gotta have more versatility than yourself and like two three other dudes. Okay, you know there's some Beanie Seagulls is in there you know, some other rock nation artists in there, but it's, it's really few and far between. And we don't really know those joints. What we know about Kanye is, is his own albums, some Jay-Z joints and that common album. And that's the extent of it. Um, awards, mad awards. I just want to go on record right now and say that Grammys, I'm not counting that in this, in this, uh, in the way I've put together this list. And the reason why is because I feel like the voting system is flawed. Um, you know, it's it's based off, it's closed. It's a, it's a closed voting system uh, exclusively for committee members who are supposed to be peers, but we don't know who they are. It's basically industry execs and it's all about money. So I feel like we as the people uh, dictate who the best is because we're the audience ultimately. Like I'm not going to be led by um, you know, a music producer or an executive producer who's got a vested interest in who wins the award because ultimately it benefits his bottom line. So I'm not taking those Grammys
0: into account. Hey, you've come ready, my brother. Number one, then, who you got?
2: I'll go my dude, Timbo, man. And it's not just because, you know, he, he broke uh, Bubba Sparks into the mainstream, although, you know, I do love Bubba Sparks. But listen to this, man. 30 years of consistency started in 1990, still producing today. That's crazy. What's more crazy than that is the spectrum of artists that dude has actually uh, worked for. I'm going to go off. Lil' Kim, uh, Babyface, Babyface, Genuine. uh, He produced that Pony joint for Genuine, by the way, which probably is most, in fact, not even probably, it's his most famous joint. That's a classic R&B record. Tupac, he was on the All Eyes on Me album. Uh, Beck. Bet y'all don't know who Beck is. TLC, <laughs> Jodeci, Missy Elliott, Just, Destiny's Child, Casey and JoJo, Elton, John, Nelly Furtado, Justin Timberlake, Kanye West, Nas, Jay-Z, The Locks, Beanie Siegel, Method Man, Snoop Dogg, your man Jadakiss, Ludacris, Noriega, Lloyd Banks, Fat Joe, Games, Buster Rhymes, and the a, and a list really does go on because he's been doing it for 30 goddamn years and hits, bro. Like CJ said, man. You know he did a bit pimping as well.
0: (laughs) Nick. (laughs) I think this is definitely one of those moments where you know you know, one of those drop the mic moments. You've literally you've come equipped and ready to go. Fair enough, my bro. Fair enough.
2: No doubt, man. And then you can't say Timberland without saying Aaliyah, bro. Um Rest in, peace, uh, rest in peace, rest in peace. Rest in peace to Leah. But he 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 broke onto the world stage, man. Um, you know, one of the greatest R and B songstresses of our time was was set to be the next Sade. Uh, you know, was taken away from us uh, prematurely. But Timberland did that, bro. Missy Elliott, Timberland did that, bro. Uh Justin Timberlake's re-up, Timberland did that, bro. Nelly Furtado's re up, Timberland did that, bro. And then he came back after y'all thought he fell off with the shock value and blew every chart to pieces, made all the money, and and still doing it today, man. So undeniable. CJ, what you saying? Fancy what you saying, man. You're quiet over there. I'm
0: going to jump in first here. That was one of those, like, heavyweight comebacks, you know? Like, I gave you shit about Dre. You came back, hit me with that double jab, right hook, uppercut, down. And you know what? You came with your facts, bro. So... I'm gonna to struggle to agree with CJ's number one with all of that, man. Like, you know, one thing I will say is like Timbo's got longevity in the game. Like he's been doing it since way back, you know. Something that Kanye hasn't done. So, you know, ah, I don't know. I'm lost for words, Nick. I'm lost. I'm lost for words. I didn't expect that, CJ. What are you saying, bro? I
1: mean, not no no I mean, definitely, man. Like, like I said, man, Timbo's number two for me. But like I said, dude, you're talking Kanye. Classic albums for just himself and a few for Jay, dude. Kanye produced the blueprint, man. Like that was 01, bro. The, the the Pusha T Daytona album. If you're really ahead right now, you know Daytona is probably the illest hip hop album produced in the last five years, and that was Kanye West, man. Let's not let's 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 not do the album thing because, like I said before, Timbo doesn't have any classic hip hop albums. Zero. Maybe, like I said, maybe the Missy Elliott joint, but come on, man. Kanye came way harder, man. Kanye came way harder, B. Kanye did Watch the Throne in 2011. That's when dudes were, like, battling, like, Drake and YMCMB, man. Drop the Watch the Throne joint, man. Come on, man. And i crazy right now. you bugging, man.
2: Now, listen, uh, that, that criteria, that that single criteria, sure, man, give it to Kanye. He's, he's, yeah, maybe he has more classic albums. But, I mean, everything else, though, Timberland takes it. And, and, it's, and, and to, to, you said Timbo came back
1: with a shock value, right?
2: Nah, definitely, man. That was a so classic. What,
1: what, what, so what's, what's better? Uh, college dropout of shock value. Late registration of shock value. Graduation of shock value. Nah, but already. Fantasy of shock value, man. What's my, I already, man.
2: already said, I already said, man. Give give Kanye the 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 album uh, criteria. Give him give him that box to check. But still, I mean, it's, we're looking at it holistically overall. If it come down nah. to
1: albums, I'll give it to you, man. We're, we're definitely looking at it overall, man, because like like you Ugh. said, you don't respect the Grammys, huh? Let let, nah. me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something ill about the Grammys. Nineteen eighty three, Michael Jackson eight Grammys with the Thriller album. You gotta respect the Grammys, man. You nah, know, nah, nah, that album.
2: Nah, 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 you don't, man. Th- those albums are classics, don't get me wrong, but they're classics because I decide Quincy, they're classics. Jones, Not- Bruce, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but you, got you, got two, you like it because you like it, right? Quincy's got 28 Grammys. Bob Marley ain't got no Grammys. Jimi Hendrix ain't got no Grammys. Aretha Franklin ain't got no Grammys, fam. What are you saying to me, bro? Michael Jackson's got
1: Grammys, though. That's bro saying. that's michael jackson he's supposed to have grammys though he's supposed <laughs> yeah, to
2: have grammys Yeah, this is professional bro i ain't saying i ain't saying he got no grammys i'm saying the grammys ain't shit that's what i'm saying
0: hey boys boys break it up now break it up this is why i say you guys to me are heavyweights in this man like nick your your grammy argument is next level you came with your points cj i know how fucking passionate you get when it comes to all this stuff it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: like I said, you got to be a pro at this. But I mean, look, man, Kanye 1, Timbo 2, Timbo 1, Timbo 2. I, I have no qualms about it, man.
2: I, I think overall, if you look at the lists, I mean, they're not, they're not far off. We, we both had Swizzy at, at 5. Uh, I can't remember who, who CJ had at, at number 4.
0: It was a Primo at number 4 for CJ, DJ Premier. Um, it seems like he's bugged about something, though. Um, explain yourself, Nick.
2: Let, let me explain this to you, though because because primo is l- listen disclaimer primo is one of my personally my, nick and nick if we're talking about nick he's one of my favorite producers he might be top three forget about top five but i'm looking at this overall the thing with primo is that he's formulaic in the true sense of the word he does the same thing every time He's never reinvented himself, not once. He's never stepped out of his little box, not once. Bro, he chop a sample, he put some drums on that, that's a Primo beat. On the one hand, it's good because that's his calling card, right? Like, you know who Primo is. On the other hand, no versatility, no dynamism. It's, there's no, like, this one flavor, bro. It's like you're eating vanilla ice cream every goddamn day of your life. That's Primo. I love, that's- I love vanilla ice cream. You, you, <laughs> feel, you feel what I'm saying, though?
1: Like, no, 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 is any of you. that wrong? No, no, I feel you there, with the with the... He, he's not as dynamic as the other dudes, no doubt about it, but I mean, that flavor he gives you is so hip-hop, though, fam. It's so...
0: It's so pure.
1: I mean, the classic albums he dropped, fam. 90s, for the MCs he made tracks for, every MC who spat on Primo's track got better as a rapper, or as an MC.
2: The Logs had recognized, and that's, that's a classic record, bro. I love that record, and I love Primo, but he ain't that guy. If we're talking top five, you know, there's facets to producing. There's so many different areas, and he doesn't cover them all. Fatson, you got a point, man. Speak.
0: Yeah, no, no, I was just going to say, um, I should know the answer to this, really, but um, would you say Primo was an inspiration to, to you? Because I know you and I, when we were ba- making beats way back when, um, sampling was a was a big thing to us was was part of our sort of routine. You know, you'd, it's very rare you'd hear uh, hear a Fat and a Nick track without some sort of sample, whether it be a vocal, a guitar. You know, and at the time, I remember Kanye being you know at the top of his game for it. But just off, based on what you said just previously, was Primo more of an inspiration to you than Kanye was? Um, just because you know, it's just it's something that you've said there that I don't I should know the answer to.
2: Nah, no, it's 100% Primo. Like, Primo was doing it before Kanye was doing it. Let's not forget. So, obviously, Kanye uh, came through and, and did it, you know, properly to the highest level. But Primo's the originator um, as far as that style is concerned. Okay, PD Rock, Jay Dilla, there's a bunch of other guys who you can credit that whole sampling style too. But Primo really took it to to the next level. So, no disrespect, bro. Like, he sh- he's in my top three, but he's not in my... The, the, the list that I'm going to bring like to the masses because I've graded it uh, impartially and, and objectively, he can't be on that list because he doesn't tick those boxes, man.
1: I mean, like for me, like I said, man, it's all about the influence and the impact. You cannot deny DJ Premier's influence on hip-hop in general. I mentioned what he did with the Gangstar records alone, man. Those Gangstar records, that's real hip-hop right there, fam. If you were a true hip-hop head, and I, like you said... A wine, uh, a whiskey connoisseur, right? If you're a whiskey connoisseur, you should know this guy is the best bourbon you'll ever taste in your life, Hundred percent,
2: hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. The best bourbon. I, I, but that's I, all I think he is—is is bourbon,
1: the soul, bro. I think no it's no the doubt. Soul. That's some hard-ass <laughs> bourbon, bro.
0: CJ, you look like you've got something that you want to get off your chest. Just say it. What is it?
1: This dude can't be serious, man. What, Dre? For? Dre at four, Scott Storch at three. How is Scott Storch even on this list, man?
2: Fam, fam, because he did most of the stuff that you think Dre did.
1: Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. Yeah, 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 he he played the keyboards and the piano. But, you know, like, what we call a guy like Scott Storch, he's a drummer for hire. Understand what I'm saying? So when you want to produce something, you, you bring him over, you tell him, oh, you play the keyboard, I play the keyboard. Oh, you do the drums, I do the drums. But the reason Dre is still the producer is
2: because But let me understand. So so you're saying the person that directs the people to to actually make the song is more of a producer than the people making the song? Is that what you're trying to tell me right now?
1: Another thing, man. Another thing. It's like it's like it's like you're acting like Scott Storch was there in eighty six when Easy E Cube were all in the studio and Dre was giving them beats, right? Like 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 Scott Storch was there. Be real with yourself. Hold on. You don't like that
2: song cause the beat. You don't like it cause the producer. You like it because it's N.W.A. You like it cause it's Eazy-E, and you like it cause it's a hit. Doesn't mean it was a sick producer that made it. By the way, you don't even know if Dre made that beat, man. Boy, cause said
1: shit, man. What? Boys in the hood. Boys in the hood are up to no good, bro. That is a classic. Ill beat as well. Relax, man. That was 86 too.
2: Scott Storch did the heavy lifting on every Dre beat you love. Yo, That's you the sad thing. You, you, and you, you, you still sitting Chuck here telling me Dre. Dre is a dope producer. He's not. He's he's <laughs> the guy that tells people, yo, play 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 me some piano. I like that. I'm gonna put my name on it. That's Dre. CEO, man chief executive yeah officer. but this ain't the greatest this ain't the greatest ceo top five ceo oh, no, list no though, no no
1: producers are producers and and, and and yeah but and you, you haven't put any producers on your list you mentioned, man. you mentioned shock value huh i'm a real producer you're just a piano man piano is an integral part of of most of the
2: hip-hop beats that you love most of the dr dre ones that you love now I mean, now you discrediting the the dude responsible for the illest part in in that track is that what you're doing? Is that what you're
1: doing? He ain't even on your top five. Are you for real, bro? I'll tell you another reason. He's got zero Grammys. Zero. Who votes on the Grammys? CJ, who votes on the Grammys? Tell me who who votes on the Grammys? The executive committee, bro. Who's on the executive committee? Hey, man, like I said, zero. No, 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 no. Who's on the executive committee? Hey bro, it doesn't matter. If you got zero no, grammies, that's I wanna
2: know who's on the executive committee. If you're saying the Grammys are the shit, tell me bro, who chooses them.
1: I'm telling you this right now. And and no, I wanna I wanna I wanna believe what you're saying, but I need to know who chooses the Grammys though. Let me tell you another reason why he shouldn't be anywhere in this top five list. What's really his impact and influence on the game, bro? Lean back. Clap
2: back. Dude, you telling me those tracks don't bang? Are we sitting here saying those tracks don't bang? Uh, you telling No, 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 no. Forget about if hey, it's top five. Hey, you telling me those tracks don't bang. bang? They
1: bang, but it's not top five, bro. What? Okay, so let, let, let's get this straight. He's got I can't Steel believe Dre.
2: we're having this conversation.
1: I really I he's don't believe we're having this conversation. These are his biggest hits. Let me tell you what his biggest hits are. Naughty Girl by Beyonce. OC. Nah, that ain't. Nah, it ain't his still biggest hits. Still Dre. That's one. That's one.
2: Think that's back, one. Oh, four. That's Candy one. Shot, oh, four. I like Ray. that one.
1: Listen Come to on, yourself, like, bro. What's the impact? Dude, mad bangers. Mad bangers. You just Scott, listed man. mad bangers, bro. You just listed Scott. mad bangers, bro. I mean, Scott Storch, he, he, he looks like Tony Montana these days, bro. you proven—you proven my
2: point for me. You know that, right? Fats and talk to me. You want to say something? I can see
0: it. CJ, CJ, you know I love you, man. You're my boy and all that. But, bro, seriously, the thing is... has—he
1: has He has five big hits, and that's it, bro. He's got no impact or influence on the game. He cannot be top five. He's got zero Grammys. He's the drummer for hire. That's it, B. It's Manny bad. Fresh is better than Scott Storch. Q-Tip is better than Scott Storch. You Never, in in right
2: Never in your
1: life. Never in your life, bro. Never right in your life. Scott bro. Storch, is, he's not even top 10, man. It's not even top dog, 10. Dog, I don't even think you believe yourself, man. No, I do believe myself. And I know the people will believe me too, bro. Scott Storch is nowhere near top five, bro. Nowhere. Fadson, Fadson, Fadson. Move it along because we don't see eye to eye on this point,
2: man.
0: You boys done now, yeah? it's the and podcast remember that put some respect on it
1: <laughs> it's, it's tlsd i told you we we're gonna tell you the truth baby
0: all day every day and don't you just know it i'm gonna stop you right there though boys it's been um it's been epic to say the very very least it's been pretty damn epic
1: bro i mean can, can i say something can i say something
0: yeah man of course
1: goats is a classic bro you know, you know my, my pops, I spoke to my pops yesterday and telling them, like, yeah, you know, we're going to record Goats Part 2. And he's like, oh, you need to mention my goats. <laughs> I was like, don't worry, pops. We're going to we're gonna do it in another episode. He wanted me to mention Quincy Jones. So, obviously, Quincy Jones is the goat of the goats. But
0: And a massive shout-out to Uncle Chris for that as well, man.
1: And I, man, did goats not inspire you just to get back in the lab, fam,
2: you know? Yeah, I'm outside. I'm fully outside, man. It sparked up a lot of uh, competitive emotions in me that I'm feeding off right now. So now nah, I'm, I'm enjoying it, man. I'm really enjoying it. I hope we keep it going. I think there's a lot of space as well, a lot of potential for for, for other GOAT lists. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm glad the people are enjoying it and getting behind it and also giving their opinion. I think that's crucial as well. I hope you guys keep on doing that, keep on engaging. If you disagree, let us know. Tell us why. If you agree, same thing, man. So shout out to the listeners, man.
1: Hit up... N-I-C, bro. Do not hit me up. If you're pissed off with his list right now, hit him up. Go to his DM real quick, like you're trying to ask him out on a date or something, bro. Tell that dude you're not happy with him right now, okay? Not me. Hit him up, man. I'm out of this.
0: (laughs) CJ, that's my guy. Well, we had to do a part two to the epic part one. The response that we had for it was absolutely out of this world. It got people talking all over the world, um, which is why we had to do this. And if the response we get off the back of this is anywhere close to what we had the last time round, we're going to be seeing Nick Knack very soon. So Nick, my bro, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming back on. You know, it's nothing but love all day, every day, bro. That's
1: a legendary NIC. You better recognize, bro. Th- thanks,
2: Fed. Thanks for having me. It means a lot. Um, and and obviously, it's, it's it's my pleasure being here. Uh, you know, talking to you guys. You know, um, we go we go way back, man. So so having these discussions, same ones we used to have in high school. CJ, obviously, you and I used to debate these. We still debate these things. Get real heated with it, but it's all love at the end of the day. And uh, you know, it's. It's, it's something that we both appreciate and love. So, yeah, man, that's, that's what it is. And until uh, the next time, man.
0: It's all love, bro. It's all love. And CJ, my bro, you know I can't do this shit without you, man. I appreciate you, bro. You know this. No,
1: no, no, fam. Really appreciate you too, fam. Like I said, man, this ghost thing is like classic right now, fam. It's like it's like we drop the illest mixtapes in the streets right now. and dude's, dude's like, yo, you got to come up with part three, part four, man. Nah, CJ, you fell off on that train. Nah, it's way better than you now. I love it, fam. I love it, man.
0: <laughs> and you know it's all real as well. We must be doing something right, and we appreciate the support. That's and podcast,
1: TLSD, man. We, we we come through with the real, real raw stuff, you know what I'm saying? The, pe- the stuff people want to hear, man.
0: Yeah, man, you know this real name, no gimmicks. It's straight from the heart. You know, we're doing stuff that we want to talk about, stuff that gets people talking, and that's what we're going to continue to do. You know this.
1: Anyone with a podcast out right now, you're getting murked. It is what it is, B. We came through with that GOATS. We came through that relationships. We gave you that, the, the recaps and the Premier League preview. Get at me, B. We out
0: here. <laughs> You heard it all from the boy himself, CJ, and on that note, I'm going to sign out. <laughs> from me, Fatson, the lifestyle is deep. Until the next time, peace.